in this bulletin. A man dead in a boating accident off the coast of Brisbane. More aid promised during a surprise White House visit by Ukraine's president. And in sport, Football Australia bans eight more people over the violent beach invasion. With the latest SBS News, I'm Julien Huyer. A man has died after a boat capsized in Moreton Bay off the coast of Brisbane in Queensland. Two others, a man and his daughter, have survived. The trio were on a fishing trip just off Cleveland when their boat, a 4.6-meter runabout, started taking on water. The father and daughter reportedly clung to an esky to stay afloat before swimming to shore. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has addressed a joint sitting of the United States Congress in Washington. In his first trip overseas since the Russian invasion of his country in February, Mr. Zelensky met U.S. President Joe Biden at the White House before the address. The U.S. Congress, not the President, controls U.S. government spending, and some members of the Republican Party, who will have a majority in the House of Representatives, have expressed concern about the amount of money the U.S. is giving Ukraine for the war against Russia. Congress is on the verge of approving a further $65 billion in aid, having already given around $74 billion in aid to Ukraine. In his speech, Mr. Zelensky assured Congress he only wants aid and weapons, not U.S. troops to fight for Ukraine. Ukraine never asked the American soldiers to fight on our land instead of us. I assure you that Ukrainian soldiers can perfectly operate American tanks and planes themselves. Businessman Clive Palmer is selling the Yabulu nickel and cobalt refinery in Townsville. The refinery is being purchased by a Swiss concern, Zerbon Carbon Investec, subject to regulatory review. When Yabulu's operations restart, the new operators intend to employ around 800 workers and more during construction. The unpopularity of nickel had forced the plant to be closed, but nickel is back in favor nowadays, as it is a key material in the global battery supply chain. Investors are planning a 1.5 gigawatt solar plant and battery storage facility at the refinery site. Queensland plans to reach 70% renewable energy usage by 2023 and 80% by 2035. 95% of the related clean energy infrastructure investment will be in rural Queensland. Thousands of ambulance workers in England and Wales have gone on strike, walking out over a pay dispute. The ambulance union has been asking unsuccessfully for a pay increase above the rate of inflation, which stood at 10.7% in November. Ambulance worker Tim Stephens has accused the government of refusing to come to the table in good faith. We've had another poor pay award uh, and services are increasingly under the decline across the country, across the NHS. And the government will refuse to negotiate with us over pay, the most basic of issues that we have. The UK government has responded to the industrial action by putting the army on standby to help drive and direct emergency vehicles. Papers and war medals belonging to renowned World War II Australian surgeon Sir Edward Weary Dunlop have been stolen from a home in Melbourne. 
Victoria Police say the hall was part of a wider theft of jewellery and electronics from the property in Turak earlier this week. Colonel Dunlop, who was born in Wangaratta in 1907, was taken prisoner by the Japanese in Java in 1942 and worked tirelessly to help Australian prisoners of war on the Thai-Burma Railway. Dunlop died in 1993 at the age of 85. Football Australia has issued lengthy bans to a further eight people over the violent pitch invasion that caused the abandonment of last weekend's Melbourne victory versus Melbourne City A-League men's match. These eight people are also subject to a range of criminal charges by Victoria Police. The bans issued by Football Australia, which relate to all football-related activity, range from 20 years, which two of the eight people have received, down to five years. I am Julien Oyer. This is SBS News.